This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Senate appropriators are offering a higher funding level for the Department of Agriculture's next fiscal year than their House counterparts. The Senate Appropriations Committee advanced a measure today that would fund USDA at about $26 billion in new budget authority for FY24. That's a disparity between the House and Senate funding measures of about $9 billion without the use of rescissions used in the House measure that would be politically difficult to move through the Senate. With those rescissions, the bills are still about a billion dollars apart. Ag Appropriations Subcommittee Ranking Member John Hoven of North Dakota says the committee understands the budgetary pressures at play. Our allocation is actually about $2.6 billion below the president's budget. So at a time when we have to find savings, we're working to do that. Uh, and of course, the uh, nutrition programs are increased uh, and increase automatically based on the program, uh, which put pressure on the other areas of our budget. Subcommittee Chair and New Mexico Democrat Martin Heinrich walked through several parts of the bill he was happy to see, including its nutrition language. WIC is one of our most effective programs in reducing childhood hunger and improving the long-term success of children and their families. It provides nutritious foods and important services during our children's earliest critical periods of development. This bill will ensure that over 6 million women, infants, and children who depend on WIC will receive this vital support. As the appropriations process unfolds, I'm committed to monitoring participation and food costs so that we can provide enough funding to make sure that the eligible families who seek help from WIC can be served and receive the program's current science-based food benefits. Appropriators in both chambers are trying to move the bills through regular order rather than an omnibus process to avoid a 1% spending cut outlined in the debt ceiling deal. Phil Brasher has more on agripulse.com, where you can also read the latest on USDA's investments in land access for minority producers. The department plans to invest $300 million from the Inflation Reduction Act on 50 projects across the country. The move is designed to grant historically underserved producers greater access to land, capital, and markets for their products. USDA announced the projects and funding as intended investments in a news release, as some of the projects will require a National Environmental Policy Act review. USDA is also taking comments on the NEPA review. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack said the underserved producers have historically not had the access to the kinds of specialized technical support the funding is set to facilitate. All told, the projects are expected to reach 40 states and territories across the country. Finally today, the Senate Finance Committee studied the trade implications of Brazilian deforestation today with a hearing focused on meatpacker JBS and its global beef supply. Committee Chair Ron Wyden highlighted his concerns with beef produced on acreage formerly covered by the Amazon rainforest. JBS says it has a zero-tolerance policy about sourcing cattle from deforested land, but Company Global Chief Sustainability Officer Jason Weller said JBS is unable to tell if cattle born on deforested operations are eventually purchased from feedlots with no ties to the Amazon. Weller also noted the limited economic impact the Brazilian beef supply has on the American rancher. Just setting the context for total beef production in Brazil and consumption. Almost three quarters of all beef produced in Brazil is consumed domestically. About 25%, 26% is actually exported. 
of that, only 2% is exported to the United States. So I just want to set the context. It's actually less than 2% is actually exported to the United States. So it's, we're not exporting, competing against American ranchers domestically. But Wyden argued even though the percentage Weller cited was small, the total tonnage of exports is still a lot of beef. Bill Thompson has a deeper look at the hearing in his coverage on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Farmers and ranchers care about their neighbors. Through Farm Bureau's Harvest for All program, they donated the equivalent of 31.1 million meals in 2022. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.